Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Steps Podcast. This week I have a, uh, a, a another special guest because um, I was actually introduced to uh, to Makito via um, a um, a good brother of mine who, who I, whom I consider a brother, uh, Nate, who I've known for a number of years, um, and uh, and uh, Nate and Makito are brothers and. Um, he, Nate just thought he would have a great story to share, and um, man, Makito, I thank you for for doing this, and thank you for being on the on the podcast, man. No problem, brother. Thank you for doing this and just bringing to light, you know, the the normalcy and the the importance of understanding a blended family. I appreciate oh, it, especially now being in one. Thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate yep. that. Appreciate no that. problem. Um, so hey, let's let's just jump right in, man. Um, you know how. Uh, how did you meet your, your, you know, your now wife? And, um, when you met, did you know she had kids? All right. So, um, that story is, it's going to be a movie someday. I don't know who's going to play me. Maybe Denzel, <laughs> if he's still young enough, but I got you. this story is, is really magical. I don't have the time to go through all of it, but my now wife and I met back in late 1990s, 2000. In Atlanta, Georgia, she went to Emory University. I had just graduated from Morehouse College, Atlanta, Georgia. And we ended up becoming best friends. So much so that, um, you know, she would spend the night at my house, but nothing would happen. These are, you know, not romantic, not sexual, but we were best friends. And she would sleep in the bed next to me. We'd talk for hours and go on about our business the next day as if you know we had different lives mm-hmm. so we're best friends hanging out learning life together and that goes on for about two or three years and then for some reason our paths kind of started to diverge and i think it's because i got married mm-hmm. that'll do it yeah. so i got married not to her um to someone who i thought was you know good wife material at the time and you know 17 years later turns out it wasn't she wasn't the one right so when i got married i made it a point to keep in touch with nicole who is my now wife so you that i'll just establish that her name is nicole and i stayed in touch with nicole you know hey what you doing how you doing for a few years then that few years maybe turned into five or six years then we kind of fizzled out because she got married too so it's no longer you know Kosher. It wasn't really approved or justified to keep in touch. Both of us are married now. She's in, I guess, New York at the time, and I was back in Atlanta. So we drift apart. And my wife then, my ex, you know, we were married for 17 years, and then 2020, we got divorced. Um, That's a story for another episode. Sure. But but um, we got divorced and the divorce was final, I think, June of 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. Uh-huh. And so I'm thinking, oh, I'm a free man. You know, 17 years I've been locked up. I'm ready to go out in these streets and not the case. <laughs> not the case. Um, and I and I joke with people because, you know, we separated in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. So 
I joke around and tell people that um, God was up in heaven like, oh, shoot, this dude's about to be loose. I got to think of something to stop him because he's about to be out in this world. Um, I speak a few languages. I consider myself charming. And, you know, I was ready to be single. Yeah, yeah. So God was like, oh, shoot, what can I do? Oh, I got it. I'm going to send a pandemic and shut down the world. Yay, nice. <laughs> so this guy right here does not go out there and just act a fool. So yeah, the pandemic comes in March. My divorce is final in June. I'm thinking June, I'm going to go out there and, and uh, you know, just live life. And I do for about a month, mm-hmm. month and a half. And then Facebook, good old Facebook, pops uh-huh. up and pops up and says, today is Nicole's birthday. And it, I'm like, oh, shoot, Nicole, wow, I haven't thought about her in 10 years. Yeah. I wonder how she's doing. Sure. So I reach out to her, and we end up talking that night for about 45 minutes. And I find out, among other things, she just recently got divorced. Her divorce was just finalized uh, in July of 2020. Wow. So here we are, you know, best friends from a long time, separated, past went separate ways. And now the universe or God has brought us back together and we both find out we're divorced. So what's the first thing I do? I hop on the the first thing smoking to New York. You know, I'm like, I'm on my way. We're going to come hang out. And I just want to remind you, we'd never been romantic, right? Right. But at this point, I'm like. Nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, nothing to lose. (laughs) I I can come hang out with my good friend or, you know, we can discover some new things. And that's how it went. That's how it ended up turning out. I went up there. We knew the chemistry was immediate. And we basically kind of looked at each other and said, it was always you. Wow. It sucks that it took this long and this long path to find out, but it was always you. And we both shared that feeling. Um, That's August of 2020. Fast forward to August of 2021. I proposed. We went to Mexico and I proposed, you know, really surprised her. Nice. And then fast forward to April of 2022, a few months ago, we were married here in New York. I moved from Atlanta to New York, left a job of 22 years, left two homes, left a lot of friends, picked up everything and moved. Only thing I brought really was my car. Nice. So now I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, No friends, no job, no, no real community, no roots. And I'm now a father of two. Right. Stepfather, if you will. Right. Um, and then I guess that's where this story picks up because, sure. because um, I, ha- I was not a father in my previous marriage. I wanted children. We were just unable to have children. So I had given up on becoming a father. Yeah. And here we are in April. I'm married. A nice little backyard wedding in Brooklyn. And now I am the stepfather of, uh, at the time, an eight and a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. Michaela and Mia, who are amazingly bright and funny and quirky and different children, not only from themselves, but from other children that I come across. They're just on different levels, you know, in, in all of the best ways. But I'm not just walking into a regular kid, you know? These are two kids who are extraordinary. So not only am I becoming a parent for the first time, I'm becoming a parent of two extraordinary children. So 
Yeah. That kind of sets the stage. Oh yeah. I got you. I got yep. you. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and so when, you know, I assume that since you guys were friends on Facebook, you, you had an idea that she had kids. Right. Yeah. Yes, I did. So, I, and I did kind of skip over that to kind of just oh, get, no, all good, man. All good. give you the, the, the short version. Um, yeah, I knew she had kids right away from our reconnection back in August right. of 2020. Um, their father also lives in Brooklyn and, you know, was still a part of their lives every other mm-hmm. weekend. And so Nicole made it clear that they had an agreement that they wouldn't introduce anybody into the children's lives unless they'd been dating for six months. Sure. So I had, you know, I agreed to it. That made sense. Um, and so I did not meet the children until February of 2021, right? which was six months, about six months after, you know, I reconnected with mm-hmm. Nicole. So um, upon meeting the children, now, sorry, let me take a step. We talked over Alexa, you know, we talked over messenger video chat. And so we got to kind of know each other that way, but I met them in person in the flesh in February and yeah. It went wonderfully well, wonderfully well. So, um, yeah, I knew about the girls. I was willing to take that on, and I was surprised how easily we got. You know, we just clicked. Yeah. We clicked right away. Yeah, you, you you talk about you know you actually meeting them you know in person in, in February. You know, do you remember that day? Do you remember how it went? Can you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah, so it was it was actually planned. Um, they were going to go to New Hampshire, like they do for their February break. So I flew mm-hmm. into Boston. They picked me up in Boston. We drove to New Hampshire, which is where her mother lived at the time. Uh, okay. Middle of February, everything snowed in, and we're and we all met up there for you know I think I was there for about a week. Yeah, yeah, six days yeah. maybe, and we're all staying at her mother's house. So. That's where we meet for the first time. I take them some, you know, belated Christmas gifts. Um, her mother, Nicole's mother, had already met me since Nicole and I were good friends back in the, you know, the 1990s. Sure. So I get to see her for the first time. Nicole's sister had also met me. She was like 11 at the time. So, oh, man. Yeah, so it's like a family. Re- and basically, it was like, oh, here's this dude that we knew from way back coming back yeah. full circle for the mother yeah. and the sister. And then the daughters are like, okay, here's this guy I've been, I know my mom has been talking about smiling about for the last six months on the phone with. So right. it went pretty right. smooth, man. Went, went pretty smoothly. I love, I love it. I love it. Um, when, when you were, you know, when, when you met the girls or, you know, before meeting the girls, were you nervous at all? I was a little bit nervous just because I knew this wasn't going to be a one-off. You know, I can charm children for a few hours. I can entertain yeah. them a few magic tricks and jokes. Yeah, I can hang out with them for, you know, even a couple of days. But I knew that yeah. this was going to be permanent. So yeah. that's where the nerves came in. Um, you know, how do I set the tone? How do I, what's my first impression going to be? Um, you know, all of those thoughts swirling around that definitely created some nerves, but yeah, all in all, I had a good feeling that they liked me and I liked them. So 
that was enough to, to calm it enough. Yep. I got you. I got you. Uh, you know, um, you, you, you talked a, a little bit about how, um, you know, you wanted kids. It, it just didn't work out for you guys in your first marriage. Do you mind if we talk about that a little bit? No, not at all. Not at all. So, so uh, go ahead. Yeah. I was, again, no, I was just going to ask, you know, like, um, you know, as you guys, as you guys were going through it, right, like you and your ex now, right? Mm-hmm. I, my, I'm, I'm more so curious. Like, at what point were you just kind of like, like even after you got divorced, like, did you think like, okay, I may meet someone with kids, and I may get another chance at this, or were you just really kind of like, okay, like, I'm just not gonna have kids. That's just gonna be a thing for me. When I turned forty, which was yeah. 2017. Um, that's when I kind of resigned myself to be fatherless, right? So I was 40. Sure. I hadn't had children yet. Um, I just, I had just given up and it was, a, it was, it was a resignation more for my sanity, you know, cause I could, sure. I didn't want to keep holding on to hope. That's kind of painful, you know? So I just yeah. let it go. So I, but all right, I guess I'm not going to be a father. And then, you know, that's 2017. Fast forward to 2018, my then marriage starts to fall apart. Um, Like I said, another episode. But that's when the thought and the hope kind of started to creep in. Okay. Yeah. Well, if this marriage is not the one that I'm going to end up in, maybe I will end up in a marriage where I have children. Either by my, you know, either my own biological children or maybe I meet somebody that has their own, their children. Yeah. So that hope crept in and, but it never really took root because, you know, I'm I'm guarded by now. I don't want to be, I don't want to be heartbroken again. So I'm like, well, I may or may not be a father. Don't even try and hold on to that because, um, that could be disappointment. So I was kind of guarding my heart. But then when I reconnected with Nicole and I realized she had children, immediately that hope came right back. I was like, Oh, it's not just a hope anymore. This is a probability. Yeah. So now I'm preparing yeah. myself like, am I really ready? And of course I wasn't. I thought I was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, how hard could it be? People do it every day, right? Like, can't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's got like three of them. Yeah, like, right, my on, brother? Nate. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Shoot. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, that kind of attitude. So, um, I was very, very optimistic to say the least. And yeah, no, I was, I was ready to have a dream fulfilled. Yeah. A a different way, not the way I expected, but in a different way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, so I actually want to, I want to touch on that. Um, The, you know, what you expected versus what, what kind of reality was. Was that a battle you had at, at any point or it's, it's, were you just more grateful? It's still an ongoing battle, but you're, you're, Is it really? you're right. It's both. It's, it's gratitude yeah. and an ongoing battle. And the difference is the balance, right? Sure. So one day it might be, I'm 95% grateful, um, you know, and 5%, uh, not what I expected. That's a, that's sure. a great day in my book. Then there's also sure. days where. I just feel like, oh man, I don't feel connected. Like they're doing their thing like today, not to say that today is a day that I feel that, but today they're out doing their thing because I was at work. 
It has nothing yeah. to do with biological father or not. It just I right. I feel that their bond preexisted and is and is much stronger than our bond, my bond with the girls. So I'm just sure. I'm just gently reminded of it. It's not it's not very, you know, painful or prodding, but it's there. Just under the surface, like I'm aware of that, that they have something that existed before I even got here. And something sure. that's gonna be stronger than any other bond on this planet. And I still don't have that. So in that aspect, I'm still a little bit like, yeah. That bond, I still don't know. I know parenting now, but I don't know that bond of this is my flesh and and you know, what you would do, what you what you sacrifice. I'm learning that still. It's growing. Not to say it won't come about, but this is this is six months, a year in, and so it's growing and it's getting there, but yeah, no, you're right. There, it's it's both, both and. Sure, sure. I, I, I think you know the 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 hard part for you is the time factor right now. Mm-hmm. Is that the the time just hasn't been there for you yet? Mm-hmm. But it's obviously it's obviously growing, like you said. Um, I I I would like to. Um, I would like to talk about that just a little bit as well. Maybe unpack it. Um, in terms of like, you know, so let me let me give some context. I was excited to talk to you because you you're a fresh step parent, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're kind of coming, like you said, six months to a year, basically. Fresh right? blood, coming in. yeah, fresh blood. Hey, yeah, I love fresh it. Blood. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, I I mean, so I'm I'm curious in, in the sense of. You know, did did you maybe create like an idea of what this would look like versus what the reality has been, or were you kind of like, this is a blank canvas and I'm gonna fill it in as I go? More of the latter. I was open minded. I knew I had some some initial pillars that I wanted to establish. You yeah. know, just kind of like in authority and tone and and mood behavior kind of deal. Um, sure. You know, I like to be, I'm a lighthearted person. I like to keep it light and funny if possible. I like to um, look for the good things. I like to be optimistic. So I definitely wanted to establish who I was in front of yeah. these girls, but I also wanted to leave enough, like you said, blank canvas so that they could be who they are and they didn't sure. feel obligated to change or be a different person in front of me. So I think yeah. that set the stage for us to really develop an organic relationship. Like, all right, here's who you are. Here's who I am. And naturally, yeah. the things we have in common will jump to the forefront. The things that we admire of one of each other, you know, of another, that would kind of creep in a little later. Like, all right, I like that about you. I want to I nurture that or I want to be like sure. that. So going both ways. But no, I didn't have a plan other than you know, my own upbringing, like, you know, as far as yeah. rules of respect, you know, if I, I yeah. that was my only point of reference, how my mother and father sure. raised me. So I knew I wanted to come into this relationship with a lot of those values and virtues. Um, yeah. you know, I don't know. I got you know no, no talking back, no hitting, no, you know, that kind of, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. so I definitely wanted to, yeah. you know, I had, that was some, uh, what do you call it? Um, predetermined i guess yeah sure sure i got you um 
in you, um, you know, in, in this kind of journey of, and, you know, this continued journey of, you know, uh, do the, that balance you talked about of, you know, stepkids versus your own biological kids. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you feel like as, um, um, as you're just so new to this role that that's why this continues to be like a, 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 an issue or not maybe but an, an issue, active but, struggle yeah an active but yeah an active struggle yeah. thank you it's an, it's an active yeah. struggle of which one kind of dominates my mind at, at any given time no so sure. one of the things that i was happy about was their ages seven and eight when mm -hmm. i met them right yeah. and i immediately took inventory i was like shoot do i remember anything before seven years old i really don't do i remember anything yeah. from around eight seven or eight i don't so I figured that, all right, if I come into these girls' lives right now, yeah. that's about the point where their their earliest memories are going to be, you know, when they become adults. Oh, yeah. So I was like, sure. okay, cool. I haven't missed the boat too much. So yeah. even though it's new now, I still have hope that we will develop that bond where I look at sure. them as my own daughters. Now, for me, I have, you know, 40-something years before, so I'm going to definitely remember before they got into my life. But hopefully yeah. they won't remember yeah. before I came into their lives. And then sure. that will yeah. help, you know, help that bond feel more, you know, biological, if you will. Like a, yeah. like a, yeah, yeah no, I got you, you got me, you got me. So, yeah, no, I know. I totally hear you. Man. So, I totally hear you. My... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think you're right. It's a matter of a little more time. If things go the way they are yeah. now, which is pretty smooth, um, it's just a matter of time. And when time, I mean, like you know, years, a few more years, yeah. and and yeah. it'll feel like it's um, natural, like it was always meant to be. I hear you, my with 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 my daughter, my you know, my stepdaughter mm -hmm. Nat Natalie. Um, man, I I always felt like I lost this like crazy amount of time with her, and uh, you know come to realize like I didn't mm -hmm. like, you know, there, like there just wasn't much going on that I, I lost out on. And more importantly, like um, I think maybe something that you'll also uh, understand or just kind of have your own epiphany of however it happens is like, is that you're, you're going to create these, you're going to create these moments where like, they're not going to even care about what happened before that. Time. I heard, I heard that. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. And so well, I, I, I hear you, well, man. I, totally I will tell you this. My wife does joke. Well, she did not so much now, but she did joke early on. It was like, uh, dude, you missed the hard part. Like, yeah. like the sleepless nights, the changing the diapers, the yeah. tantrums. Yeah. I missed it. I came in at seven and eight and all of that stuff was, yeah. you know, tailing off. Um, the little bit that was left and occasionally there'll be, there'll be a, Oh, I had a bad dream, you know, maybe, sure. but it's really not too bad. So where I'm sure. coming in. So just to, to, you know, solidify your point, I didn't miss much as far as like right. those, those ooey gooey moments, Oh, her first step or, or her yeah. first words, those are moments, yeah. but in the grand scheme of things, um, yeah. No, yeah. other than influence, like influence, sure. like that's the part that I'm like, yeah. all right, clearly, you know, you've been influenced by other people. 
Right. And, right. No, I and I will say some of my proudest moments are when I see my influence reflected in them. Like they'll crack, they'll crack the same joke I cracked, or they'll, you know, they'll have that same sense of humor, or they'll, they'll you know, be lighthearted in in a tough time. You know, those are things. Yep. Those are I things that I, I, I am proud of. I hear you. I, yeah, so you know, I uh, I was going to save this, but uh, let, let's talk about it real quick. Um, you talked about that relationship that they have that existed before mm-hmm. you, right? Um, that you. I guess are working on right now, mm-hmm. right? Like you're still developing it out. Um, how much of that, how much of that are you trying to like actively work on where you are trying to establish these, these moments and maybe trying to establish like, um, you know, commonalities that only you guys can do. So for example, like I, I love taking Natalie to like new ice cream places or just out, mm-hmm. right? Like new, yeah. new shops to try or something, you know? And um, it's just something that we do. Um, how much? How much are you trying to kind of like actively trying to create that for for both for both uh, you know Michaela and Mia, right? So that's a great question because it's one that's kind of in the forefront, but it hasn't really been addressed yet actively. Sure. Um, other than the interactions we have within our house or when we go out as a family. I haven't really had alone time with them. Like I haven't had a chance to take them out and, Mm -hmm. you know, show them the things that I like or show them things that interest me. So we haven't gotten that. Um, Now there's a few little things here and there. Like we, like I said, we may crack the same jokes. We have inside jokes. We're growing our own inside jokes, right? Um, Finding out how their day was at school at school or, or, you know, their favorites, their hobbies, listening to them talk about the things that they like. That's kind of general, but to your point about like you taking Natalie out, I haven't gotten to that part yet. So, um, unfortunately me moving here, I was brand new to Brooklyn. So it's not like I could be like, Hey, let me go show you my favorite spots. I have no favorite spots, you know? they know the city better than I do almost and and the foods and the parks and all that thing. Because one thing I will definitely want to highlight is Nicole does a great job has done and does of exposing them to new and educational and inspirational things. So they've seen all the greats around them already. So anything I take them, they're like, Oh yeah, we know what that is. <laughs> oh, we've done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we've, yeah. we've had that ice cream before. Just imagine if Natalie had already gone to all of those ice cream spots you took her to. You know, so it, yeah. it's it's been tough. It's yeah. proven to be a little tough to carve that out, to carve out those things. But it's on my list of things I'd like to do. Yeah, definitely. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, just, just a quick note here for you. Um, you know, I would almost challenge you in this sense that you know use your um use your you know i guess freshness of new york you know maybe to your advantage Mm -hmm. i don't know how that exactly looks or would look or what what the situation would be but you know um you know it 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 could be something as simple as like girls where's your favorite pizza place Mm -hmm. right yeah show me that that's actually pretty close to one of the only ones I've had, one of the only experiences I've had like that. So um, at the end of the last school year, 
I was actually picking them up a few times a week. And coming home from the school, I would say, hey, Mia, I need, I need you to be my GPS. Right. And that ended up being sure. becoming a thing where she would say, turn left here, turn right here at the next light. Yeah. You know, so that's I think that's a, a, a small example of what you're just saying. Use my newness, yeah. incorporate them, give them some leadership, empower them to be like, oh, let me show him what um, are the mm-hmm. things that I like. And then that probably, I would imagine, makes that experience even more powerful for them. Yeah, good point. Very good point. I definitely have to think about that, figure out how to do that. Yeah, I love it, man. Um, So I I, want to, I also want to jump back to a, you know, to a particular time where, you know, before you guys were were married and, you know, you talked about how you you were uh, single, Mm -hmm. right? And you weren't single for for long. Um, Just long enough. just long enough, just long enough. But I, I'm I'm curious to know, you know, it as you were single, right? Kind of like what what were you kind of going through in terms of in terms of you know we talked we kind of hit on this a little earlier where you know you did have that kind of spark of like oh like man you know kids could be an mm-hmm. idea, right? Well, actually, I don't know that I want to be married again. Um, you know, oh, this, uh, I, I might just end up with someone who has kids and they're like, I'll, I'll call that, I'll call that even, and even, you know, taking it a step further, like, you know, I'm, I'm done with Atlanta. I'm moving, I don't know, to Denver or something like kind of, I, I would love for you to kind of talk to like, tell us a little bit about kind of where your mindset was as you were kind of coming into this new phase of your life. <laughs> okay. So. Keeping in mind, this is going to be recorded into the internet forever, right? <laughs> I'll try to give you the the clean sure. version of it, sure. but um, yeah, hey, we're 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 PG thirteen. Good, good. We we, we drop we drop some f bombs. Oh now, yeah, no, I, I, I don't curse very much, almost never. So that's yeah, you don't have to worry about oh. that. But you, oh, you might you okay. might read cool, it between cool, the lines cool. and be like, oh, oh shoot. Now I know what he's talking about, but uh, so <laughs> so right, go ahead, go ahead. like I said, my divorce was finalized on June eighth of twenty twenty. Right by that sure. point, because I filed in March. By that point, I was already in communication with at least twenty. I think it was more like twenty twenty two females. Right. Like, like I was, I sure. was reconnecting on friends that I'd never followed up. I was, you know, following up on leads, if you will. Like all those things that I ignored yeah. as a married man. Like, nope, can't do it. Mary, nope, don't go, don't go barking up that tree. Well, I went, I went barking up mm-hmm. some trees and you know, shaking some trees to see yeah. what falls out. And I was surprised that a lot of stuff fell out. Like I was surprised that. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of great dudes out there to choose from. And so just being a good dude opened a lot of doors, right? Yeah. So um sure. sure. Yeah, at the time, I that's what was on my mind. Like, huh, there's a lot of people out here who just want to be loved, man, and treated with respect. And and I was like, I can do that easy. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder how far that'll take me, right? Like how long will that how far will that take me? 
Um, do I want to yeah. be married again? No, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't really thinking that. I will tell you this, though. I knew that as a single man, I was more likely to get in trouble. Not just, not just out in the streets, yeah. but just, you know, I would probably drink more, right? That's an easy example. It's the middle of the pandemic too. Yeah. So, I, you know, I had nobody to yeah. hold me accountable. So I was like, all right, I'll have three beers instead of two or, you know, that's an example. Sure. Um, but sure. as far as wanting to be married, wanting to start a family again, uh, the idea was out there that it could happen, but I wasn't really focused. I wanted to have fun. I had just gotten out of a 17 year marriage and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like getting out of jail, man. Not not gonna lie. It's like it's like getting out of yeah. jail seventeen years and you're like, let me go see what this world has out there for me. And so sure. I, I think I answered your question, but is that is that what you would yeah. want to know where my mind yeah, yeah, was? Yeah. No, that uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Uh I have a follow up though, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Um it it doesn't sound sound like it. Um but were you ever were you just embracing you being alone? Like you weren't afraid to be alone at that point? Huh. Um, there's a mix there, um, especially if you ask my mother, sure. because my mother helped me to, like she helped me through the divorce, right? So so she, sure, if you let sure. her tell it, there was times where I came home and I was like, dang, I'm coming home to an empty house, you know, a dark house. That didn't feel good at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to preface sure. this by saying I had never lived alone either. Like I never, I never, I had never lived alone. So I always had college. I always had a roommate. And then right after college, I got married. So I had never lived alone. Well, that feeling of, man, this is a, you know, dark, empty house lasted for about seven seconds until I realized, oh, I got this whole house to myself. (laughs) I can do whatever I want in this house to myself. My house, this is my house. So that quickly became like, you know, oh, this is my castle. This is my refuge, yeah. home base, all yeah. of that. So I was embracing being single and I was so much so that by the time I wasn't single anymore, I missed it. You know, for somebody who who somebody who had never lived alone, <laughs> spend two years alone in a pandemic, and you'll be like, Oh, that did have some perks to it. You know, that that did have some perks. Yeah. So yeah. by the time I got married, it was like, oh man, I'm gonna miss being alone a little bit. So, sure. Um, sure. And I do want to add too, moving here, my wife definitely was very um, Nicole was very aware of that and su- supportive of, yeah. you know, hey babe, do you need some alone time? Like I can take the girls. That's probably what she's doing today. It's part. I won't say probably. It's part of what she's doing today. She knows that this is my weekend. Saturday, right? I work in the morning. She's not only out there doing things with the girls that they would have done normally, which keeps their bond strong. She's also giving me space to have some alone time in the house because that's to make this transition smoother. Like I didn't have to walk into a a full blown 24 seven. You're a parent now. It it was a, it was a smooth transition, relatively smooth. And and I thank her for that because like I said, she's going to hear this. So. Let me get that on tape. Yep, let me get <laughs> no, that on I tape. I love it. Hey, sh- shout, shout out, out to shout Nicole. Out Nicole. Yeah, 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 Good looking yeah. out. 
yeah. There we go. Um, no, I, 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 I love, I love that, man. I love that. Um, in, you know, in, so in, in your kind of, in this journey of you being, a, you, you being a step parent, um, what's been your biggest obstacle so far? <laughs> Shoot. I had not really thought about that, but like, I, I was trying to, I was trying to guess some of the questions you would ask, but when you told when you told me, sure. you was like, "No, nah, I want it to be kind of natural, organic. I don't want you to be, I don't want it to be yeah, canned." Yeah, yeah. So I stopped thinking about it. I immediately stopped yeah. thinking about the questions, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds much better." So, um, my biggest obstacle, I would say, is I would say it's for the girls to know when I'm serious. So mm-hmm. remember I told you I came in lighthearted, funny, joking. I want to be sure. the fun stepdad, you know, the one that they laugh and, and have fun with. So when it comes time to be like, no, for real, don't do that. There's still some residual yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. We're still playing or he's just kidding. He's yeah. joking. You know, he always jokes. So that. I yeah. think I don't want to say I shot myself in the foot, but I have created a dynamic where you know it's hard for them to tell immediately if I'm joking or playing. And that and that sure. split second could be the difference between one of them getting hurt, right? So I'm like, "Hey, don't walk out in the street." Yeah. And they're like, "Haha, that was I remember that yeah. joke or I remember something about the chicken crossing the road." Right? And so then they're like <laughs> They don't immediately take it as he's here for my best interests. I better listen to him. So that, that has proven to be a little tricky. Um, Discipline, uh, you know, when I have to discipline them, um, that's bringing more of a, you know, a healthy balance to it. They're like, Oh wait, no, he can be serious. He can be Mm -hmm. stern and, and, authoritative authoritative you have to put that word in there for me (laughs) but uh (laughs) yeah he can exert his authority let's just change it to that (laughs) sure so yeah that was probably the biggest obstacle i would say if there was a runner-up if there was a second biggest obstacle is what you hinted on earlier creating that exclusive bond like that bond that's not the four of us nicole Mm -hmm. me and the girls but me and the two girls or me and one of the girls, you know, those bonds okay. where, um, no, this is something that only me and my stepdad do. Or this is a show. So sure. we, sure. like, we have shows. Oh, we watch these shows together. Yeah. But that's that's about the extent of it, man. There really is. So, like, really, that's I'm going to leave this conversation with that on the front of my mind. That, yeah, I need to find some things that, that we can do together. Father, daughter, father, daughter. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what's, what's been the biggest obstacle that you didn't even prepare for that? Like just caught you off guard that you were like, damn, this is a real thing. I need to sleep, really, sleep, really get over and easy, <laughs> easy peasy. Yeah. Hey, unpack yeah, that bad man. boy. Um, tell, tell us. <laughs> well, living alone for two years, I could sleep as long as I want and not having ever had kids. 
Sugi, I, I kid you not. I, I was telling somebody the other day, it's like a well-guarded superpower. I was like, I can sleep till 1 p.m. if I want to. Watch me. <laughs> Watch me do it. And people around the world could not ex- yeah. They didn't understand it. Like, what do you mean you slept till one? I was like, yep, watch it. I'll do it again. Watch. I'll do it tomorrow. And to be able to fall asleep when I wanted to and then sleep as long as I wanted to, I really, really cherished that, man. And then coming here, (laughs) uh, you know, it's 6 a.m. and the girls are up running around or 7 a.m. up running around on Saturday morning. And I'm like, that's not real, is it? Is that real? Or is that just today? <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, you're just like, yeah, no. hey, hey, Nicole, they, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all allow it on a Saturday at 6 a.m. So, like, is, is so I will tell or? you, one of the first things I did in my first 100 days in office, I was like, I hereby institute, <laughs> no, I hereby institute sleep in Saturdays. <laughs> So if you wake up and we're not up, you quietly do your thing, go watch TV, get some cereal, but you do it quietly because we're sleeping in, sleep in Saturday. So it's a thing. It's a real thing now. And I'll take hey, it, man. man I'll I take love it. it. And they do, they do great, man. Because, you know, sometimes I do wake up at eight or nine, but I do just want to chill for a minute and I can hear them shh downstairs you know shushing each other because that's too loud or turn down the tv because you know they're sleeping so it's cute and they they respect it and i love it but um that that obstacle right there just because i i jokingly told my wife the other day i was like yeah i'll be the man you want i'll be the husband you want the father you want for the girls but i gotta sleep like i gotta sleep that's my that's like my spinach Spinach to Popeye, right? If I sleep, I'm 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 doing it. But if I don't sleep, man. <sighs> so anyway, <laughs> hey, it's, I got gotcha. you. I got well. It, it sounds like Nicole's also embracing sleep in Saturday. She is. Too, she doesn't. So. She doesn't always sleep in like with me. But just to having that peace, she's she's subscribed to that too. And um, and it also showing that the girls can be trusted. They're at the age where they can wake up and you know take care of themselves. So I'm that's also a big that. step. Yeah. So that's nice to see. Yep, some independence, yep, some independence and nice, right? uh, you know responsibility, accountability, all that good stuff. Like oh, they're growing up. So it's a little nice little mini For test sure. where sure. if they do it, we all win. I love it. I love it. Uh, that's that's by far <laughs> one of the best things yeah. I've Thank ever you. had. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, I I want to jump. Uh, I want to jump over to um, uh, a comment you made earlier where, you know, you, you you talked about how, you know, man, I thought I was ready. Of course I wasn't, you know, can you, can you tell us a couple of things where like that, that really showed for you where you were like, Oh, I got this. Ooh, no idea. Yeah. Um, as an optimist and as a guy who's, you know, dealing with, hints of arrogance i'm not gonna lie you know like um like oh yeah i can do that there's not much i can't do right right like like i said how hard could it be i'm a smart guy relatively smart guy um they're kids right i'm an adult 
I should be able to figure this out and win, like a video game, right? I should be able to beat the game for sure, right? For, for sure. sure. And then, <laughs> then I, it's like a war zone. Then I got dropped into the war, and I was like, oh, shoot, these are real bullets. Like, it, it, I, it's hard to explain, but I was like, oh, this is okay. So here's one that pops in my head. This the biggest like realization was, oh, this is all day, every day. Like, I don't, you don't get a break once you're in. Like, I'm thinking, yeah, I can handle them, but I was, my mind was only thinking short periods, short stints, you know, a few days, a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah, I could do that in my sleep that I don't get anymore. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do get sleep. Uh, but no, it was, they're never off. You have to be a parent 24-7. Yeah. So that, yeah. I had no concept of that because my mind, I'm like, all right, when I get tired of something, I walk away from it. Go do something else, right? In my, in my big, big empty, empty house. house. I'm, I'm tired of the living room. <laughs> Go sit in the kitchen now, right? Alone and do whatever I want. Yeah. But yeah. no, especially if, my other goal is to, you know, to strengthen the bond between us. Then I've got to be present. I've got to be engaging. I've got to be responsive. I've got to sure. listen, actively listen to them. And I realized that takes energy. That's not free. That doesn't come without a cost, right? That, that drains sure. you um, in a good way. But then I'm like, oh, that's why people go to sleep at nine o'clock at night, like at 10 o'clock. That's why parents instituted bedtime. No, 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 no. It's, you go to bed now. It's eight o'clock. Go to bed because it's draining. So I was not ready for that. You know, I was definitely was not ready for the, <laughs> the actual toll that parenting can take. Um, I, I hear you, man. My, my, uh, uh, my wife, Colleen, she was, she would just be so exhausted every time we finally hung out. And I'm yeah, like, right. what is wrong with you? Why are you right. like not awake? <laughs> Bruh, that first week that we were living together, I was like, man, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Natalie, it is 7.05. Start closing your eyes, buddy. Like, we we need to start winding yep. this bad boy yep. down Land this right now. Because <laughs> at 8.02, yep. I'm Done. <laughs> Signing out. off, right? Yeah. Signing no, it's like, off, it's like the airplane man. where you're like, uh, we're now commencing our initial descent. And I'm like, yeah, we need to start that around 7.30 <laughs> so we can land this plane and have it in the hangar by 8, 8.05. Yeah. Um, Dude, when we were dating, I would come over and Quinn would be like, do yeah, not right. get around. Yeah, I didn't get it. I, I, I'm telling you right now. Do not get her riled up. Man, I'd rile her up like yeah, there was no tomorrow. We'd be we'd be like air guitaring it on top of the sofas or something, and 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 I'd be like, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah, bye. You want to you want to be the hero, the fun person, but on the other side, for sure, the, for the sure. mother is like, now I gotta get you to settle down. And you know, I think Nicole got kind of shot me a side eye one time where it was bedtime and I came up and was like tugging them in, but. I don't know. Maybe I started playing around or joking around, and she kind of shot me aside. Yeah. I'm like, "No, don't do that right now because 
we got them in the bed. You're, you're counterproductive, bro. That's counterproductive. Mission, that's against the mission <laughs> protocol. So, yeah, right? You're, you're yep, about to yep. blow up Don't right now, it. okay? Don't do it. So, no, I feel you on both sides of that. Like, um, yeah, no, it's, that was me too. That was me too. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, in... In, in this journey, you know, that you, you've been on now and kind of everything that you and Nicole have experienced just over your guys' years, right? How much have you had to kind of dial back kind of like your pre-existing notions of, you know, what your friendship used to be versus where you guys are at now? And, and I mean, kind of like through, through your journey, right? So you guys met and then you're dating. And then was there anything that you were kind of like, oh, wait, like, I can't just assume this that you that you do this still. Or, mm. You know, I can't assume these are the things. Sugi, that we if need I didn't know have. any better, I feel like this. You're asking for a friend here. Are you asking for a friend? <laughs> if I didn't know any better, yeah. So <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm guessing no, Nate no, brought that up like to you somehow. Because like, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on over here. But um, yeah. Let me. I guess to give you to answer your question, give you some context. Um. We were really good friends for a few years, and then we, right. you know, then we separated and we came back together and realized we were still really good friends, but we had not lived together. We had not been friends through marriage, yeah. right? We were friends, yeah. and we had not been romantic. So now, where our friendship, it's proved it proved to be a solid foundation, but. It didn't, you know, yeah. go up through the walls and the ceilings. It didn't, you know, the foundation was one thing. The bones of the house was there. But, you know, the nuances sure. weren't. Those were nuances where we, like, what color do we get this rug oh, in? You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that is where, like they say, the rubber met the road. And we realized we weren't exactly the same because that's one thing that we we kind of cherished. We were very similar. That's where sure. we we drew from like our similarities and our abilities to to um, connect on so many different issues, right? But then throw in the mm-hmm. mix a few times mm-hmm. where we don't connect or where we disagree, and it was all new to yeah. the point where, um, again, I was just saying this the other day. I was like, it feels worse. Right, because if you know how great it could be to be connected and in sync, yeah, and that's ninety five percent of the time. That that five percent that you're not, it's worse. It feels worse than if it was, you know, sixty percent of the yeah. time you're not in sync. You're used to it. You expect it. Yeah. You you know you take it for granted. But now, if you're ninety five percent in sync and you know firing on all pistons, all cylinders. And then you hit a bump in the road. It's new. It's unfamiliar. It's frustrating. And I'm like, oh, man, get me out of here. Get me out of here because I want to go back to the 95%. So all of that to say, um, I guess to give you some specifics, uh, my wife is a much cleaner person, not cleaner person, tidier. That's the word I'm looking for, tidier person uh, than I am. So. I'm looking around right now. I've got like some sweatpants that are on the floor. I've got some jeans that are on a chair. 
and her side is nice and neat, you know, folded. Um, so that yeah. she probably, she's probably going to, you know, put that in, in the bucket of, yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> um, my wife, I would, I would say she, she deals with stress and worry in a different way than I do. Um, so that, that's come up as a, as a point of difference between us. Um, Sure. We still have our, you know, our shared sense of humor, our shared sense of wit, our shared intelligence, our shared, you know, attraction for each other, which I, you know, which, which I was very happy to see that that developed and survived, you know, through the marriage. <laughs> they say once you get married, you know, it's like, uh, but no, that so far still good. And yeah. yeah, I guess if I had to point out some things that, that when we were friends, they may have gone to the wayside. Um, she's a mother, right? And so that that comes yeah. Yeah. first above everything else. When we were friends, there were no priorities. There were no things didn't supersede our friendship. But now, even as a, right. <laughs> this might be another episode too, but even as we're married and I'm a stepfather to her children, her bond with those children supersedes everything right now. And I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be. I don't know if it's going to change. I don't know, but I'm getting used to that now that like, if it comes down to it, she's going to pick her children, right? Like if it's, and thank goodness I don't have anything major, you know, there was no major arguments or decisions or, or choices to be made, but I see that, like, sure. you know, I'm starting to learn that in some little things, right? Like, oh, if it came down to it, she's going to, you know, protect her children first or choose her children first over our marriage and our friendship. So mm-hmm. that is probably going to take some getting used to or some talking about or some, you know, something where it's it's not just, um, you know, it's not prevalent. It's not. It's not in my mind. It's not. It's not in the front of my sure. mind where I'm like, oh, she, she chose her children. I should take it as. How can I say this? I shouldn't be framing it in that sense. I should be framing it in a way that, how can we make this decision? Incorporating, knowing that the children are going to be a major part of this decision, versus, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Here's an example. The other night, we just last night, we were getting ready to, to watch Back to the Future 2 with the girls, right? So I'm kind of excited. I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. We just watched part one a little while earlier. Part one was fine. And then part two starts to take a turn where it's like, you know, messages and, and language is a little bit too much for eight and nine-year-old, right? Oh, so. Sure. Like I said, it's not major, it's not big, but instead of watching the movie like we had planned, Nicole was like, "Uh, I think we should take a break on this movie, let's screen it, right? And then it took me a second to catch up to that. Like her first instinct, her first instinct was protect the children, right? Look out for the children. That was not my first instinct. My first instinct was, "Ah, eh, you know, let's see, let's see what happens. (laughs) Because, I mean... 
So yeah. part of that is motherly instinct, and part of that is, um, you know, not being. I'm not their biological father. I think if I was their biological father, I would have some more of that, that radar, you know? So. I'm going to tell you right now, okay. that's not going to matter. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you right Good. now, that has nothing What's to that? do with it. You know what that has to do with? Mother bear, Literally right? Mother okay. Bear. So mother instinct. Yeah. There's nothing like it, right? Bruh, There's nothing. Trust that... me, man. Oh my yeah. gosh. Right. It's Good. just nothing like it. That like you, you, you would have had the same problem. You would have had a worse problem if, if, if you had boys and yeah. you'd have been like, what you talking about? Like, yeah. We talk like this all the time yeah. with each other. You know what I mean? Like, that, uh, man, I'm going to tell you right now, that has nothing to do with you being a stepdad or anything. That's just, yeah. that's just yeah. guys. That's just us. <laughs> man, I remember, I remember we were watching a movie and, uh, and we were watching <laughs> a, the new Mortal Kombat that came out. And man, that opening scene is just yeah, like, yeah. This, this is a little gory, you know? And Natalie is 13. She was 12 at the time. She was 12 at the time. Yeah. But even then, I'm just yeah. like. Yeah, she knows it's fake, right? <laughs> she cool. <laughs> Queen looked at me and she was like, stop the movie. And Natalie, I look over at Natalie and she's just like eyes closed, oh. like in mom's shoulder. And I'm like. Yeah, so there's there's moments like that. Yeah. So uh, man, I but I, I will tell you, man. Um, I will tell you, like that. That's just gonna come with time, mm. though. I I hear you on those moments because I struggled with those same moments. I didn't realize, like, I didn't realize how much I had to mm-hmm. think about Natalie mm-hmm. first before I thought about myself or Colleen or us or just our dynamics. So, man, I, I, I totally hear you on that struggle. I, and I think it's a common struggle. Good. Good to know. Step parents yep. face, you know, um, I, it, it's just one of those things. And I honestly, I think men face it more than maybe, yes. uh, like a stepmother. Yeah. Women mm-hmm. would like stepmothers would because, I think it's more of a, I think it's just kind of more of that instinct that they just have, I mean, because they're just, let's be honest, like, (laughs) they're just smarter than us, you know, like, Nicole, probably just like, light years ahead of you, which I don't, I I, I totally, shout out Nicole again, I mean, shout out Colleen, because she's light years ahead of me, they're built different, and I'm just like, they're built different, they're built different, they do, yeah, they're, in the best way, in the best way, if they need a, they just need a, somebody to just sit so, there and like hold the couch away down from floating away. That's where us dudes come into play, man. But, but um, I got you. Yeah, right. You. That's what the guts for. <laughs> but no, that, you know what I mean. That motherly instinct is something I'm, I'm to to wonder, man. Just it's to see it in action. I hear you. And hear and you. to kind of shape myself around it to not take offense to not take offense when I'm like, yo, yeah. how are you going to do that or how are you worried about them? Because I'm, cause I'm putting Nicole first, yes. right? And I'm expecting the same, yes. unfairly yes. so. But, you know, eventually we'll strike that sure. balance. But I'm coming into it putting Nicole first. Yes, I want to protect the kids, but it's not my first thought. Whereas a mother, that is the mm-hmm. first, second, third, and fourth yeah. thought. The guy is like the fifth thought, right? <laughs> right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hear no. you. Glad I hear to hear. You. I hear you. It, 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 it's just, it's, it's, it's just 
it, it just goes mm-hmm. to show like the difference of men and women, you know? And um, I, I, but I, I, I think you're, I, I think, I think you're in a good place that you are recognizing that yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, like, damn, mm-hmm. I, I should have like, thought oh, about the girls. Oh, wait, I got to pick them up know? at school. So like there's been, those are some of the early days. <laughs> like, don't forget to pick up the girls. I'm like, huh? I got to set an alarm. Let me set it. Like, really, so I kid you not. I, I had a Siri and Alexa going off setting alarms. Don't forget to pick up the girls. I'm like, oh, shoot. Because it's just, it's, it's all second thought, second nature. So I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. I, I'll, I'll never forget when I had to, like, legit wake up to feed Natalie for the first time. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I know. I got to worry about another human being. And and then like and then you like walk around you're like oh you like legit yes. count on me to yes you that that you. is a new feeling too oh. that's a that's a new yeah okay so <laughs> not only that, alive but also safe like if if I'm not here to to tell you don't do that <laughs> that's on me it's not really on yeah. you because you don't know you're a child one hundred percent and in my head I'm like yeah clearly don't do that right. Everybody knows don't do that, except for an eight-year-old child or a nine-year-old child. And then it's like, oh, that's on me. <laughs> yeah, so then I have, um, I can't think of a specific example, but, you know, they're playing around. Maybe they're playing rough. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Knock yourselves out oh, until one of them almost knocks each other out. Yeah. I remember. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Natalie was climbing up a rock wall when she was three. Uh-huh. Like it was like the the fake rock wall, right? Like you like has like the pegs and whatnot. And I was like, go, go. And I'm recording her from like five feet away so I could get like the full shot of it. And Queen was like, What are you what are you gonna do if she falls? Yeah. You? And I'm like, She's fine, she'll fall on wood chips. Worst yeah, case scenario. No, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a, you know what I mean? Like no, I so that, I totally that hear you. Embodies man. I totally the feeling hear you. like yeah. So there were there were times early on where, you know, I would take the girls to the playground and I wouldn't let them do anything. They'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. I can hang upside down. I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't. You are not getting hurt. You are not getting hurt on my watch. Don't even try it. But mom lets us do this. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not on my watch because I have to keep you safe and I have to get used to keeping you safe and I have to. Make that a priority to worry about your safety you. at all times. At all times. Um, I hear you. I hear you. Coin's biggest fear was uh, like uh-huh. her picking up my slang because I, I mean, I've <laughs> heard in this conversation. And I'll never forget, she, Natalie, was at the store with me and we were doing, we were checking out and She's behind me and I, and I'm like, all right, putting the stuff on the belt. And then I hear her like messing with something. I was like, Hey, leave that alone. Come on. And she's still behind me. And then all I hear is like a smack on the ground. And I turn around and I look down at her and she's just looking up at me. And she was like, that's my bad. <laughs> that's what I'm she like, said. That's my bad. <laughs> that sounds just like, yeah. yeah sounds just bad. like, and I was like, <laughs> what has uh, she done though? Oh. She she had a candy bar. She oh, got gotcha, you. Candy gotcha. bar that hit the ground. And her reaction was like, "You dropped it." <laughs> yeah. Dang it! 
and and she started saying it more, and I was just like, and Queen is just staring at <laughs> yeah. me like you rubbed off on her, stupid, and I'm like. And like, and I, I, I think I did respond back to her that that's my bad. And she was like, "You need to just, just leave, double down, man. Just go that for a point, walk. You gotta just double like, down, right? You're just like oh. double down, whatever." Oh, that's awesome. I that's awesome. It. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, uh, you know, I, I I'm curious in 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 like this journey that, again that you that you're still on mm-hmm. and you're you're still fresh with, right? Um. What's something that you you know now that you didn't know, or that you maybe wish you would have known, um, as you first became like? A, it ain't easy, a, man. A step parent. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. Um, one of the yeah. jokes that I yeah. would you know joke around with Nicole was, I'm like, this is easy, man. This parenting stuff is easy, right? Just just being a jerk, right? <laughs> That's pretty much all it was. Was just being a jerk. Sure. If I made it through like sure. one day, if I was able to get the girls in down by eight thirty, I'm like, Psh, this is easy, man. <laughs> but real talk, it's not easy at all. It's actually far from easy. Um, it's hard, and sure, it's it's not a lot of reward, right? It's not a lot of immediate gratification. It's more of an investment. And it sure. makes me 100%, man, sure. appreciate my parents. 100% um, because mm-hmm. they didn't see my dad, you know, our dad, me and Nate's dad died uh, 2002 at 51, right? So he didn't get to see all right. the fruits of his labor. Right now, I'm putting in work that hopefully is an investment into these girls' future that, you know, I hopefully will get to see the fruits of my labor. But this is a lot of hard work that doesn't get recognized. And then on top of that, it makes me wonder, like, yo, how do single mothers do this? Like, I have a full new respect for single mothers. (laughs) Like, real talk, I'm like, uh, how do you do this? It's two of us here. And <laughs> like, I it's not easy, Suki. And if you, I guess your question was, what do I know now? It was theory before. Like it was all theory. In theory, it should just be this. Yeah. In theory, all you got to yeah. do is tell them once, right? In theory, you don't have yeah. to watch yeah. them all the time. In theory. They stop asking after the first time you give them an answer, right? None of that's true. None of it's true. They ask you, and then they ask you why. And then they ask you, give me an example. Or then they ask you uh, a hypothetical. And then they ask you, well, you know, in a world where there is no gravity, what would happen then? Right? So it is, (laughs) it can be exhausting. (laughs) So you. You have to put up boundaries. Don't go sure. rushing in there like a fool. Sure. Then you're like, oh, I'm going to win this one easy. No, you got to go in there. You got to guard yourself. Prepare to do mm-hmm. some hard work and prepare to not see the fruits of your hard work immediately. Like, that's one thing over time. Um, well, it's been what? For me, it's been a little over a year, mm-hmm. so a year and a half. Actually, I'll just count the six months that since we got married. Over that period of time, I'm seeing a few things. Like one of the ones that I can point out was, um, this is like a tangent, 
But one of the ones I can point out is um, the sure. girls would like just pour tons of ketchup or syrup or salad dressing on whatever, you know, whatever the condiment was, they would just like blah, plop it on there. Or they would grab yeah. a whole bunch of food and then the plate's half eaten. So I'd be like, girls, why don't you start with a little bit first? And then if you need more, get some more mm-hmm. later, right? And they do that now, sure. right? Like they do that. And they'll look at me, they'll kind of look at me and be like, hey, this, yeah. this is a good amount, right? I'm like, that's perfect amount. So those little battles... I, I can see the, yeah. the, like I said, the fruit. I just keep going back. I can see the fruit. But then there's other stuff where I won't sure. see it. I may never see it. And it just, it makes that work mm-hmm. not harder, but you have to lean on faith and trust that they're listening. Right? So sure. that's another thing. Um, yeah. Delayed gratification, I, I think, is kind of like along those terms. Like, do you want to put in the work even though you might not get the reward? Yeah, you have to. This is one of those things where you have. Yep. 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 At least you have right to do yet. it. You got to put in the work yeah. regardless whether you whether you see the gratification or not. Right. You got to keep doing the work. For sure. For sure. No problem. Um so final question here for you. What do you consider a step parent or how do you define a step parent? What is a step Ooh, parent to you? That's a great final question. I wish I had listened to other some of your other podcasts. Um, get the cliff notes on this one. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! So, what would I consider? I'm going to answer this question just kind of like in my own frame of mind, like how how I see it for myself. Sure. Yeah. Please. Please. A step parent to me is yeah. a like substitute teacher, right? Yeah, okay, so like you've got your regular teacher and then one day the teacher leaves, somebody else is kind of like thrust into that job and they have to get up to speed in zero seconds, right? Zero seconds, but enough so that they make it seem as if that other teacher was never even gone, right? A good substitute teacher will come in mm-hmm. there and sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be better than the original teacher. But it's on them to yeah. jump in, zero prep, you know, just a little bit of prep, if at all, and relate. It's kind of like, kind of like that. It's, they have to assess and adjust and assess and adjust like a computer at the speed of light to catch up Sure. And then they have to do it well, right? So then they have to execute well, right? So yeah. now that you know what's going on, you yeah. see the needs, you found the resources, you know yeah. what to do. Now you've got to execute it well. And um, all in the meantime, you know, don't, don't, let any, don't lose any of their kids, right? Don't let any kids fall, fall down the stairs. In the meantime, don't let any of them get hurt, right? So... <laughs> So that's it's it's a lot of pressure, but um, like I had like I had a newfound respect for single parents. I I have a newfound respect for step parents. Um, I had never thought about it. I had never considered it. Like, how hard is it to be a step parent? Why can't you get that young one to listen to you? 
You know, it's yeah, yeah, right. How hard you're just not doing it right. Let me show go you. Back, keep going back to that. Uh, it, it was yeah. incredibly hard, but yeah, yeah, like it's it's real work, and I have, like I said, a newfound respect mm-hmm. for step parents that do it well. Like I see, I see tons of opportunities yeah. to check out, right? Like you could come in and be like, I'm just here yes. to be with your mother. Yes. Do do what you do. And you could tell the mother, you handle it, that's your kid. You could do that, right? But that's not being a step parent. That's not yeah. no, you you are basically given all the yeah. rights and responsibilities as a regular parent, just not all of the <laughs> orientation. Yeah. Right? You don't you don't get to go to orientation. I, I, I think what you're, yeah, I think what right? you're looking for is called, that's called divorce. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's a, a, a plan with no good ending. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah well, this was fun. Thanks no for the uh, experiment. But, um, man, I, I hear you though, man. But funny enough, man, like that does happen. And, you know, you, you hear so many times about like, they just kind of put on a front until they were married or until mm-hmm. they were X, Y, Z or, you know, like dating was like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, kids, kids can do that, right? man. Kids, kids so, will test. You said you watched that Mortal Kombat movie. Do you remember Mortal Kombat where it was like, test your might? Remember in the game? And you had to like hit the buttons. <laughs> test your might. That's what kids will do to your marriage. Test yes. your might. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's a wonderful experience. It's a challenge. It is eye opening, and when done correctly, it is beautiful. And when done incorrectly, it can still be beautiful if you learn and you know learn the lesson and build on it and don't get caught up in it, move on from it. But yeah, it's it's just all kind of opportunities to grow. So. I'm I'm all in. I I I agree. I agree 100%. And I love the fact that you just jumped in. Um I'll also say that you know, you're going to do it the wrong way, but to your mm-hmm. point, if you learn from you doing it the wrong way, that's just kind of helping you to, to yeah. learn because you know, we've all made those mistakes as step parents. We also, you know, we didn't have time to prep. We didn't know. We knew when we started you know, obviously dating and that was a potential that mm-hmm. uh, a potential role that we would be in. And sometimes, you know, when you're yeah. dating, you're even in that role before you're married. Right. And it's, that's something that I've had to learn uh, for myself is like, Hey, just cause you're I not married that. doesn't mean that I you're not that. a step parent. If you're, if you're anything you know? of a worthy human being, yeah, that's the mindset you have to have is I'm not just here to date. I'm coming yeah. into, cause like I said, um, yeah, with Nicole and her ex, the rule of not bringing anybody into the lives of the girls for six months unless it was serious, that's that's real protection for the kids, right? Cause, yeah, that's a real protection because 100%. somebody 100%. could walk in after, you know, dating for a month or a week or two weeks, whatever, and destroy these kids, like permanently damage them. So you definitely want to sure. take those precautions. And, um, yeah, no. Yeah. Yep. 
and it it just shows that they care, right? It just shows that they they care, and they shows that they are yeah. are are, are yeah. putting the kids first. Same right? here, brother. So, I love it. I love it. Hey, man, I I thank you so much for sharing your story. I really really appreciate this. And um, likewise, yeah, I, brother. I really, Anytime, really and uh, good luck you, to sir. all those step parents out there. I heard that. I heard that. Appreciate hey, it. We're out here working, man. We're out here working. Take care, brother. For sure, sir.